Welcome, everybody. <laughs> oh, you're getting ready. Dude. Welcome. The time has arrived. We've been talking about this movie, hyped for this movie. This is my number one most anticipated movie of the year for like two and a half years since we, you know, three, four years since we first got the announcement that Robert Pattinson was going to be the Batman. And it is the Batman review. So we're going to do same old fave thing we watched, fave trailer. Real quick, then head into the Batman review, overall review, spoiler review. That's the take. It is the Batman. It is your boy, the Sweet Keeks. The light's hitting real nice right now in our Zoom call. Oh, yeah. Who else do we got, please? I'm Vengeance. (laughs) It's me, Vengeance. Hey, right out of the gate, I really like Robert Pattinson's voice as the Batman. Sounded good. Sounded clean, but mm-hmm. uh, TC here, man. Yeah, this uh, the Batman was great. I'm really excited to talk about it. But uh, let's let's get it. Let's hit the ground. I'm I'm doing great. Uh, I'm really excited to talk about the theater experience that we had with the Batman as well. But uh, it was a good week. It's good. To, oh. It's good to talk about the Batman. It's March. We got March movie madness coming out this month. And what other good movies are coming out? Oh, well, there uh, after Yang came out this week, it's another Colin Farrell movie that looks really good. It premiered at uh, Sundance. Okay. Heard very good things from people that I know that saw it. So it's on Showtime and in theaters. So I'll, we'll probably catch it on Showtime, I would imagine. And uh, oh, Turning Red comes out next week. Disney. Plus. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'll watch Turning Red. So I, th- I think there's some decent stuff coming. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty hyped. We get to the nitty gritty now. We get into that spring summer good releases coming up once you hit april like mid-april that is yep this you're off to the races the batman came out at a perfect time by the way it did it feels weird i okay when do you think is when batman should come out so um i wanted to say this for the review but i'll say it right now okay this movie this movie is like if I was hosting a Halloween party and I'd be like, let's watch a nice suspenseful movie. I'd be like, let's watch the Batman because it has a hollow. I mean, obviously, like it takes place like in the opening um, scene. It's like the big Halloween night. It's like the first five minutes. Um, but man, it has some Halloween vibes to it. And yes. it definitely has that suspense. Dark, of course. Um, but yeah, I think the Batman should be coming around out like in September. It has that feel of like I was thinking like November, October, November. Yeah, but I'm glad it came out when it did. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Let me see when the other Batmans came out, like um, Nolan's trilogy. That came out, I believe, in November. Which one did? Uh, All three, I think, came out in like November. The Nolan movies? Yeah. They came out in July. Oh, the Dark Dark Knight Knight, came in July. Dark Knight Rises came out in July. Okay. I don't remember when Batman Begins came out. I, I'll, I'll I want right to say that one was November. Um, it was June. So all three summer oh. movies. Okay. Because yeah. um, let's see. I'm just trying to look at uh, Batman 1989. Also came out in June. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, week for it. me, very chill. Love it. Love a chill yep. week. Very chill week. Cool week. Chill week. And um, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, work has gone. Uh, it's not nearly as 
hectic as it was over the last, you know, two, three, four weeks. Uh-huh. So we're, you know, we, we got a big shoot on the 24th, but uh, that one was basically already planned in January. So it's just a, a matter of picking everything back up. Nice. Yeah. Love that. Right. Yeah. Weeks great for me too. So just ready, ready for March, ready to get basketball. March movie madness, baby. Let's go. Which we'll tease. We have a very special guest coming on to help announce the bracket. Yeah. And I get their reactions when we want, when we announce it, we're going to announce it seed by seed and get their opinion. Um, but my favorite thing that I watched, I'm going to start with my favorite thing that I watched. Please. To get ready for the Oscars. I watched one of the best picture nominees, Nightmare Alley, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, good movie. Good movie. Uh, very atmospheric. A very, very beautiful looking movie. Not as good looking as I would say Dune or, you know, West Side Story, which I think is incredible looking. Um, West Side Story is my pick. I really hope West Side Story wins the Oscar. Wow. Um, But uh, pretty good overall. Bradley Cooper, good. Um, Performances, good. It's just, I don't want to say it's a nothing movie, but it really feels like it meanders for about two for about two hours of the runtime. Like an hour and a half is like pure meandering, really taking its time on certain scenes, which can be cool. But it it didn't totally do it for me. Not to say it's a bad movie, just not totally something I completely love. So it is a B plus and I'd say it's a little bit more on the sour side. Okay, gotcha. That's one I need to watch. I got like three more weeks. I would say drive my car is better, but oh. still both sour. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Both sour. Okay. What about you? What what what'd you watch? Tell me. My what you watch. fave thing was uh, Demon Slayer episode one. Watched oh the, yes, okay. yes. Okay. Watch the pilot. Um, I'm in this boat where I want to finish. I want Attack on Titan to finish, mm-hmm. and then I'll start watching Demon Slayer. I'm weird. I kind of need like a buffer sometimes. I get it. Yeah, You know, I need like a buffer between like binges and watches. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, Kennedy and I, I think are going to start the after party on Apple plus Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother said that's a good show. So that's we're kind of shopping around for new TV shows. Oh, so, OK. Yeah. But uh, I haven't watched. A, I mean, besides the Batman, I haven't watched a movie for a while. So I'm, I'm craving some craving some new movies. Yeah, we're going to go see watches. Death on the Nile this week. And then you and me, hopefully we go see Uncharted. We'd love yes. to get to see Uncharted this week. We've had plans to see Uncharted like for the past two weeks. And yeah, it keeps like falling through like something comes up. You know, it's just it's just been life like sometimes yeah. getting to the movies. It's it's just just not in the cards. And that's OK. Yeah, that happens. Um, OK, what was your fave trailer? Oh, uh, I loved the DC showcase that they had before uh, the Batman. It gave you more of a look at Black Adam. It gave you a little bit more of Flash with Michael Keaton's Batman voice. And we also got a little look at Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom. Mm. Black Adam looks bad. Yeah, it doesn't look It looks bad. (laughs) It looks bad. Like, like. Uh, you know, like we all know my worries that I had for the Batman. For some reason, I just I was like, I don't know if people know it's coming out. I don't know if it's really gonna hit. Uh, I was wrong, thank goodness. Dude, but I were, like you were wrong. People definitely knew it was coming out. Yeah, like, I'm I'm eager to see what it did this weekend in the box office. 
I am too. I, it, you know, and it's not so much that I wanted to be wrong, but I was like, I, I was like, I don't know if people know this movie is coming out. It was really yeah. weird. But then as like the marketing campaign really picked up and it was like being like flashed on the side of buildings, I thought, okay, eh, people, people are still probably going to come see it. Yeah. They're probably going to come see it. Yeah. Thank no, goodness. thank goodness. Um, yeah. That was a fun little, I think, I hope DC picks it up. Like I hope DC just finds yeah. their rhythm and is able to make good movies like the Batman, like, you know, I thought the first Aquaman was good. First Wonder Woman was good, but it's just, yeah. they're not consistent is what I feel like. It's weird that like they have the opposite problem as Marvel. Like their first movies are good and entertaining. And then the sequels so far when they've gotten sequels, not great or don't perform. Yeah. Aquaman, the second, the sequel comes out this year, right? In December. Yeah, I think November? December, November, December. Okay. Gotcha. Um, my favorite trailer was this is Snowpiercer meets John Wick. And that is bullet train. I don't know if you saw this trailer <laughs> with Brad. Pitt. I almost talked about it, but you put it on your yeah, list. So this I looks, was like, okay, this looks so fun. It looks so absurd. Um, but count me in. I would yeah. love to see it. This looks like a really fun over the top gratuitous action movie. Then that, I mean, that's especially with Brad Pitt, which for us is like the pinnacle. I, I thought of a counterpart to Brad Pitt's attractive talent um, range. Uh huh. Charlize Theron. Okay. Yeah. Or Halle Berry. Yeah. No, I, I think that's on par. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, right there, unicorn status of good looks and good actor. Yeah. Yeah. Aldano, very talented. Not quite there, maybe in the looks department. IMO for me. Yeah. If I'm wrong, <laughs> please let me know. Yeah. I no. also want to talk about my Paul Dano theory once we get to the Batman review. Oh, I think we're almost there, basically. But yeah, Bullet uh, Train. I think so too. Anything else about Bullet Train? I mean, Bullet, Bullet Train, Train. Bullet Train looks really fun. So it just looks like one of those movies that I'll leave and be like, that was a good time watch. Is it the best movie ever? No, but it was entertaining. Like, give me, like, popcorn like just like make sure i'm like in the mood to watch an action flick like that so midnight no not midnight bullet train i think comes out in the summer so yeah david leach the director i think deadpool 2 and atomic blonde which we like i i like atomic Atomic blonde Blonde. it's not a perfect movie but it's like a b b minus yeah yeah so great action (sighs) fantastic Mm. just is it you know i i think i see the bad signal I think I see the bat. <laughs> uh, it, it might be time for our review. It's time. You see the bat signal. It's out and about, and it is uh, Halloween night. Directed by Matt Reeves, who also directed Plan- War for the Planet of the Apes and Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Dawn of the Planet, Dawn of, the of, the Planet of the Apes. And Cloverfield, which I love. All of his movies. He's directed great movies. And he's a very interesting director of, like, good like auteur driven, like tent pole franchise movies. So this is like perfect. I don't want to say like he's the next Nolan, but I mean, you never know. Nolan tackled these franchise movies and did a great job. So yeah. Matt Reeves, really good uh, composers, Michael Giacchino. Holy crap. We'll probably talk about his score a little bit more. And then a uh, cinematographer, Greg Frazier, who was also the cinematographer for Dune. Um. Yeah, maybe Oscar winner when um when the time comes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The this the Batman movie that might have been like my, my favorite part about this film was mm-hmm. how good it looked. Like it was. This is my favorite adaptation of Gotham. 
oh like, my on the big screen. You know, as we got like, to the theater, I told Becky, I was like, I don't feel like we've gotten many looks of Gotham in the trailers. So I'm really curious to see what Gotham looks like in the movie. It looked amazing. Yes. Like astounding. I was production I- design. Like the idea to film it, I think they filmed it in Liverpool, England, like the UK, like the cobblestone streets, the extremely dark moodiness to this to the to Gotham. It's the best Gotham since Batman and Batman Returns from 89 and 92 mm, okay. or 93. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Batman Begins had a good Gotham. And then I just felt like they didn't really showcase it that much. And like the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. It just looks like fine. Chicago. It doesn't yeah. look like a city, you know. It, it sure doesn't does. look like anything. Yeah, but man, this this Gotham was was amazing. Like hats off to the cinematographer and the production design. Holy crap. And mm-hmm. that's what I really want. Like that's that I've said this before that when I go into a movie, I just want to be like immersed into a world. Like with Dune, oh, I felt like I was in like I was I felt like I was on the planet Dune. And then in the Batman, it felt like I was in Gotham. Um, and like I said, on my Instagram post, on my story, I was like, I would never want to visit Gotham. <laughs> Help me out. I, I wonder I wonder how like cheap plane tickets are to fly to Gotham. Oh my God. Like, is it the, the perpetual Vegas $49 flight? Probably. But uh, yeah, I mean- to Allegiant the- and like only Allegiant and Frontier <laughs> go to Gotham. Yeah, probably. But man, they did they did such a good job. Uh Keeks, how was the Batman for you? Because I I was really a little bit nervous for you because I know your your Batman is like Spider-Man for me. Ow, and, you, you took the words out of my mouth. And like I watched like a few reviews about the Batman on YouTube before we went and saw it on Tuesday because I was like, I'm fine kind of knowing what people are saying about it. Like I was totally fine going in. I didn't want anything spoiled, but I was fine. Like hearing things. I didn't really want to see trailers, any more trailers or any like breakdowns of trailers, but I just was, I was like curious what people were talking about it. But like when Spider-Man No Way Home came out, I did not want to hear a thing or see a thing. Um, But man, I was really happy for you, especially during this movie. I want to be really honest. Um, I, to be honest, like I saw another trailer after that second trailer, but it was more of like a teaser, like a TV spot. Other than that, I just didn't hunt down any trailers. I saw part of the TV spot was Catwoman speaking. And I was like, oh, delivery seemed a little weird. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to put it in the back of my mind. I'm just going to forget about it. And I'm going to enjoy it when the day comes. So I didn't watch any reviews. I started Chris Duckman's review and I was like, Still good. I love you, but I'm going to watch it after. <laughs> I'm going to watch your review after I get home from the movie. It it was everything I could have ever imagined and dreamed the Batman movie could be. Yeah. It was the, the like we said, the atmosphere. Every performance is a good to great performance. I can't yeah. think of anyone that like, oh, whenever they were on the screen, it was kind of weak. The only one that I can think of was like Carmine Falcone. Uh, even and then it, it, it wasn't horrible. It was just like, oh, like, uh, what's his name? I forget. It's Don John Turturro. Just, Turo, like, yeah. 
doesn't totally give off a menacing vibe for me, but that's just, you know, cause you see him in the transformers movies and you see him in the big Lebowski and he's just kind of a, you know, he's just kind of a bumbling goon. Yeah. But in this one, he still is like, he he's good as Carmine Falcone. Um, Batman has a great character arc. It's not anything super flashy, but he goes from being this I'm vengeance. I'm here to take out the streets. I'm here to be kind of like judge and jury, get rid of the filth of crime to slowly throughout the movie coming to realize like I am what this city needs to like get on the right track. Yeah. Like he's attracting villains at the same time while repelling them. And at the end you get so many great visions of him, like saving people and people like really like him, like leading the charge and being a beacon and a light of hope for people. And I think it's a really awesome character arc for Batman and Bruce Wayne. People are going to say that Bruce Wayne is not very prevalent in um, the Batman, which for me is kind of silly because it's like, well, did you go to the movie wanting Bruce Wayne? Because, um, I mean, maybe I don't. I, I'm certainly there because I want to see Batman. But I get it. Bruce Wayne is his alter ego. And so you yeah. hope to see him. But I think that he is a very interesting character of being this damaged recluse who only like his only calling and his only like pleasure where he feels like he's doing something for his city is as Batman. Yes. So it's kind of like Wonder Woman uses the lasso of truth in some moment to determine who everyone's alter ego is. And when she gets to Batman, he literally says that he's Batman. He does not reveal his identity as being Bruce Wayne. That's how much he believes that he's Batman. So Bruce Wayne is just Batman's disguise and he's not very good at being Bruce Wayne. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's true. Like I, and I was fine with that because I wanted, I didn't really want to see like, a Bruce Wayne movie. If you're wanting to see a Bruce Wayne movie, go watch Mask of Phantasm. That's your yeah. Bruce Wayne movie. Like if you really want to see Bruce Wayne and his, uh, former romance and kind of his upbringing as Batman, like that is your, your movie to watch. Great movie too. Yeah. That's like a great Bruce Wayne adaptation. And I'm like pretty not well-versed in all the Bruce Waynes and all that stuff. So Anyways, but man, I I love the Batman, especially Robert Pattinson's performance as the Batman. And I did like mm -hmm. that he was kind of um, it's it's like his second year of being the Batman. Yeah. And you can definitely see that like he's not a perfect, well-versed Batman. Like he makes some mistakes. However, oh, he's he makes mistakes like through the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. And however, like, he's just like, man, he is dedicated to being the Batman. Like he has a journal called like project Gotham and he like writes down notes and writes down um, like things like push stronger. <laughs> but I like what you said that, that it's a good character development for the Batman because the back signal in like the very opening first five, 10 minutes, like really shows that it is fear. However, towards the end of the movie, it's like, actually, no, it's hope for Gotham and the city. So, yeah. but I'm, I'm like you, man. I think the overall cast was fantastic. I think everybody was casted really well. Um, I like, I definitely like uh, Commissioner Gordon, Jeffrey. Awesome. Wright. 
I thought he was good. I def- that was probably one of my favorite parts about the whole movie mm-hmm. was the chemistry between Batman and Commissioner Gordon. But even more so than that was uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. That was awesome. a pleasant yeah, surprise. so good. That was probably my favorite chemistry overall on screen was Catwoman and and uh, Batman. Especially kind of, I mean, I hate to compare, but I'm going to do a little bit. Especially coming off like watching The Dark Knight Rises recently and seeing um, Anne Hathaway, Catwoman, and Batman in that movie. I feel like their chemistry was not as good, me personally. But this one, I felt like they nailed it pretty good. Well, I so. love that, like, weirdly enough, this movie's kind of campy. Yeah, no, it totally does have some like little fan it's service got moments. Some, it's got some weird humor to it. Batman's kind of a dork. Like, every time Catwoman's flirting with him, he doesn't know how to, like, talk back with her. Like, he's just like any one of us. If this beautiful woman was trying to talk with him and he's like, uh, bleh, uh, like looking at his, her, looking into her eyes. Yeah. And then realizing that the, the cameras are working. He's like, okay, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good scene. And that's, that's what I liked about this movie, man. It is not, um, they don't, there's not any forced jokes. It's more like situational. It's awesome. Like, yeah. Like it, it didn't, it didn't feel like any, like, oh, that was cheesy. Like I didn't feel like that anytime. I definitely feel like the penguin was definitely the more of the comedic part. Oh, he's, but man, he's Colin so Farrell killed it as the penguin. Unrecognizable. Um, I, we, we do have some sweet movie morsels, but before yes. we get into those, I do want to focus on the penguin. Incredible makeup, man. Like the costume design and the makeup for the penguin yeah unrecognizable colin peril very very charismatic and we're apparently getting an hbo max series with the penguin yeah i think we're getting i wouldn't be surprised if it is like the bridging the gap between this movie and the next movie that would be that so would be sweet. really setting him up as a villain maybe he yeah. gets like his 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 like umbrella that's like the gun as well Oh, um, maybe the top hats, just, you know, just certain little things that you see if with the penguin, that's going to that, look really good. That would be really sweet. I'm looking forward to, I'll watch that series. Like Colin Farrell was amazing as the penguin. I think so I liked, good. I think I liked him more as the penguin than the Riddler as Paul Dano. Oh, okay. Yeah. Paul I, Dano, I, like it was very much, you know, you, you kind of talk about, and it, it's even goes for Batman is like, Riddler talks about, you know, like when he has the mask on, he feels like he can truly be himself. And it's true. Like when you see the Riddler with the mask on, he's he's very like flamboyant and he's very like in his zone of like who he truly is. And without the mask, he's just he's a little like neurotic. He's a little weird. Mm -hmm. And that was a really cool contrast to see like, oh, Paul Dano, like Paul Dano's character is just this kind of recluse outcast who's never really been seen and he's just been on these fringe online circles which yeah. as a side note as an instagram page we have about as many followers as the riddler does in this movie and they're like he has 500 followers on this <laughs> website <laughs> which makes me assume it's like a very weird fringe whips website yeah yeah uh so how is this adaptation of batman I mean, I think it's good. You get a good like you get a good mix of Long Halloween. They take some stuff from Long Halloween. Um, I've never read a ton of Batman comics, to be honest. I've just learned about them through like watching different movies. 
Um, I watched the Batman Hush animated movie this week, so that was really fun to watch. It's oh, sweet. Kind of like a little bit more of an intro to that. Um, I also just, I'm really excited to get like more of the Bat family involved. So like Batgirl is the movie this year. Um, uh, what's it called? Like Nightwing, Robin, uh, Red Hood, Batwoman, stuff like that that I'm really excited to see really come out and be introduced. I don't know if it'll be introduced in the Batman movies, but I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm, I was really happy with this adaptation. I think it was Christopher Nolan or Matt Reeves. I forgot mm-hmm. who said it. It was in an interview I was watching on YouTube, but they said there's like so many adaptations you could do of Batman. And they're all like pretty good. Yeah. Like this one's definitely more, you know, recluse with um, Bruce Wayne. He's not like flashy. He's not like, you know, throwing down money to buy restaurants on the spot mm-hmm. and things like that. He's very much like, he seems a little bit, you know, just down on himself, just down on it, everything that's going on. Like even he has like bickering moments with Alfred. Yeah. And you didn't really see that, you know, as much in other, you know, Batman films. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought that was really good to see. But what I really liked about this movie is Matt Reeves. I watched an interview that I really liked. It's like five minutes long, but he talks about, he's like, Hey, he's like, when I get hired on to do a job, like I'm a custodian, like I will do what's asked of me. However, don't, um, don't restrict me in my vision. Like if there's something that you really want, then don't hire me because I want to do something Mm -hmm. and I want to show what I can show. And that's what you can see in this movie is like Matt Reeves wanted his cut. And the interviewer was like, so, cause Matt Reeves is like, yeah, we had to edit some things that came out to like three hours and like 20 minutes and things like that. He's like, and the interview was like, do you think you would ever release like an extended version? He's like, no, like, this is it. This is the final cut. Like this I is love what I to release. He's like, there's not going to be an extended edition or anything like that. But he's like, this is it. And so I thought that was really sweet. And he's like, he's like, the only thing that Warner brothers wanted me to do, he's like, they wanted it to be PG 13. He's like, so we really tiptoed on that line of R and PG 13, which you can yes. clearly see elements of that in this film and like i said it's dark like this is a movie that i'd be like okay let's watch this on halloween night because it's pretty it's pretty suspenseful it's pretty tense mm-hmm. there are some there are some um with the riddler and some of his killings that i'm like oh my gosh that is just oh that's uneasy. like straight out of like a saw film yeah yeah it's like oh that's uneasy like mm-hmm. oh man so uh i'll give my grade right now before we go into spoilers okay I'm going to give this an A minus slash sweet. I think it. it is so it's probably, it's my third favorite Batman movie currently right now. And um, everything really hits really well. I'd say my only, my, my gripe is I just didn't feel like the ending personally was like as high as some other moments and build up in the movie for me. So um, my, uh, how do I say it? Um, um, my grade is an A suite. My slight only little gripe with it is um the the like play on words, uh rata alada. And if you know Spanish, you can kind of clue in of like, okay, there's like three names here that could work with it. It's probably not one of them. Maybe it's the other one, but I would assume it's probably this one, the third one. So like, as soon as they said that one real quickly in my head, I'm like, okay, well, but, 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 but it's probably them. And it was. Yeah. So I think that's the one thing that's like, but then again, like, I feel like I kind of had this advantage. I don't know if it's a huge advantage. They mentioned what it means in English really quickly. 
Um, so if you're paying attention to that, you could guess. But uh, yeah, I I think that was the only thing. What what I appreciate is, you know, a lot of people are like, sometimes the highs aren't as high. The, the whole purpose of the halfway point of the movie is to be the highest point of the movie. You're not necessarily going to hit a crescendo quite as high. And mm -hmm. I think that high is a very big high. Whereas the rest of it, you're kind of on your down moment. And then you get your peak where it like wraps everything up. And it is a high, but it's not as high as your highest moment in the film. And I think it all did great. It's extremely well paced and very well edited, like right on the dot, right? The moments where I'm like, okay, this is probably halfway done. This is, we're probably about a quarter of the way done this. We probably got like our last quarter of the movie left. It hit every single time. And I knew exactly when. Yeah. I remember when you, when you were leading over to me and saying that, uh, mm -hmm. I think some of my, my favorite parts was when your jaw was literally open and just, yeah couldn't believe what was happening on screen so there we'll, is, get into, we'll get into some spoilers with that yes. but i want to talk about these sweet movie morsels real quick i okay. i do want to say a sweet it's right there with batman begins as being my number two okay gotcha so i need to rewatch batman begins to get a feel of which one i like better but i mean top three batman movies of all time when those top two are aa plus movies come on yeah no that's I, what I think... you, that's what you wanted that's what you wanted yep yep 100 percent you don't, you don't got to swing for a grand slam. You just, it, you, you got like a triple. You yeah. even got a home run, like a very good home run. You might've even gotten an RBI too. Maybe not quite a home run, but a good RBI. Well, if there is a sequel, I think this gets people really excited for what's to come yes. with Matt Reeves yes. and his potential. I hope there is a sequel. I would love to see Robert Pattinson and uh, Matt Reeves again, make another project like the Batman mm -hmm. and hopefully get some more, more material there's so much more that has not even been touched on with the batman like hush like my pitch last week yeah i'd love to see that or night of yes. the court of owls be so sweet so um I'll, you want to go move morsels and i'll share some other sweets yes and well let's let's yeah, yeah i'll do these and then we'll you share actually you share what the sweets are saying okay right now yeah okay um so we asked what your grades or thoughts were about the batman first and foremost everybody said sweet like that was a resounding suite from a mm -hmm. uh, majority. Uh, just a couple of people said spoiled, which we'll get to. Uh, okay. So first person said Adam dot Peterson said 100%. Uh, good old Kiko boy wonder said a, but could bump to a plus by review time, but you're keeping it that a. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping okay. it at the a. Mm -hmm. Iron underscore from ice said nine out of 10, the best Batman since the dark Knight. Awesome. Chuck underscore EP said great atmosphere, great score, plus one for some detective work, a uh, slash suite. I agree. The detective side of this movie was really cool to see. I love that. Uh, mm -hmm. Patrick uh, Sanabajo, B plus overall as a regular movie, B plus as a comic book movie, A minus as a Batman movie, A plus. There mm -hmm. you have it. Uh, Al Bob Glock said, loved how it truly depicted Batman as the world's greatest detective. I love Robbie. Spencer Durr said, love a superhero movie that is clearly one person's passion instead of a factory product. Definitely agree with that. Brooks underscore RD. Shout out, Brooks. I haven't seen it, but Robert is nice boy. <laughs> uh, here's a hot take. Uh, Jar.nov said, D slash uh, D, awful character building, felt dragged out with not enough story to justify the runtime. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Lastly, B plus really fun. Nick Fraser, B plus really fun trip to Gotham with a great cast, great action. Okay. Story. Okay. So, there you have it. I I'd be curious to see like with someone saying bad character development, like uh, I, I would just like to understand why. Cause we've explained why we think it's good character development. So I'd like to understand from someone else's perspective of bad character development. And I'm yeah. totally down to listen to what everyone has to say. Like there's no right or wrong answer. I'm just curious. Sure. Just curious to know. Yeah. I thought that um, I thought the character development was fine. Like it was just mainly, I wasn't with the Batman movie. I wasn't like, I need like really, really deep character arcs. That's just kind of where I'm at with. Like, I'd love a to go back movie. and rewatch the other ones to see like the character development there. Like I know there's character development, but like the dark Knight character development is very similar to the Batman character development of yeah. like Batman realizing the hero that Gotham needs. Like that's, I would say that's character development. I would, I, I think a big thing is like, is it what you wanted to see? Sure. So um, I just read something very interesting that Warmer Brothers met with Oscar Isaac for an unknown role in Matt Reeves. And apparently uh, it was Harvey Dent. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if Two-Face. I actually think maybe we'll talk about it in the next one. I think let's let's go over sweet, movie, sweet movie morsels. Then we'll talk spoilers and then what we want to see in the next one. OK, perfect. So a couple sweet movie morsels. Robert Pattinson screen test took place while he was in rehearsals for shooting Tenet. And Pattinson had to lie to Christopher Nolan about it, but Nolan, who was no stranger to Batman and Warner Brothers, immediately knew. And Patton said, it's funny because Chris is so secretive about everything to do with his movies. And then I had to be really secretive about Batman stuff. So I had to lie to Chris about having to go for a screen test. I said I had a family emergency. And as soon as I said it's a family emergency, he said, you're doing the Batman edition, aren't you? I said, that's my Christopher Nolan impression. And when Batman, when when Pattinson was told that he won the role of Batman a day before principal photographer for Kenneth began, he was surprised that Nolan also knew and congratulated them. Although Pattinson hadn't told anybody about it yet. That's so sweet. And then the other one is awesome. I, I saw this one too, is Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne is inspired by Kurt Cobain. Writer, director, Matt Reeves was listening to Nirvana when he wrote the first act. That's when it came to me that rather than make Bruce Wayne the Playboy version we've seen before, there's another great version who had gone through a great tragedy and became a recluse. Kurt Cobain had a relationship with fame where being famous was not his goal. He loved music, but the idea of being famous for music was a double-edged sword for him. And that made me think of Rob Pattinson, actually, because Rob is a very private person himself and doesn't necessarily like the part of being recognized as he were everywhere as an actor. Also, he saw him and his portrayal in good time and thought that he really personified like Kurt Cobain and like his, you know, the, the blonde hair and he had a look really similar to Kurt Cobain and kind of gave off that like edginess and that angst. And there's another reason why he thought, Oh, he would be perfect for Bruce Wayne and the Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Which really goes to like the casting of this movie was extremely inspired. It was, it was good. And I just got to say, Stuck Goat mentioned this on his review. We got to stop with the Robert Pattinson slander. Please. The guy, yeah. the guy can act. The guy, since Twilight, I mean, he's doing great, doing great things. I, I, I have a prediction. I think Robert Pattinson will eventually win an Oscar. I think he's that dedicated. Kristen Stewart might win one this year. Probably will win one this year. Yeah. So, I think it's just I don't know. I just I'm like I'm kind of done with it. Like I've heard a lot of people be like, "Oh, Robert Pattinson's now the Batman." It's like, sure, he was in those Twilight movies. Those were like 14 years ago, 10 years ago. Yeah, and I think that I mean that's 
that's 1000% why people are like, oh, I don't know. It's like, okay, well, you just don't watch a lot of movies. Like that would be my only reason for why anyone would be kind of hesitant. It's like, yeah, okay, you haven't seen a single Robert Pattinson movie. I mean, just watch one of his in the last five years and you'll be like, oh, that's why he was well, cast in the back. Watch Tenet. Even though T- Tenet is confusing as can be, Robert Pattinson has a great yeah. performance in it. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. If you really want to get indie, go watch Good Time and Lighthouse. Yep. So, uh, Spoiler talk. I, there's one specific thing about spoiler talk that I really want to talk about, which Let's I'm sure it. is the same thing you want to talk about. So um, we're going to go into spoilers in three, two, one. Sweet. <laughs> that, that was actually be, pretty good. That would be my Joker laugh if I was the Joker. <laughs> there That's we go. That's all right. Okay. Uh, uh, what were our thoughts about that? What'd you think? So uh, apparently there is a scene with Batman and him that got left on the cutting room floor and they said they might include it in like bonus features. Um, I'm very intrigued because whenever when, when Heath Leatherger was cast, everyone was like, I don't know. But then Joaquin and Phoenix was cast and was like, oh, yeah, that guy's weird. That guy can do a good job. So I uh, I'm I, I I implore everyone after you watched the Batman and were kind of unsure if you haven't seen the spaghetti eating scene from Killing of a Sacred Deer, uh, go watch that, and then you'll be like, oh yeah, this 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 dude is this dude is weird. He'll do a great job. Uh, so what's the scene with uh, is it is it it's pronounced is it Barry Keegan? Keegan? I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Keohan. like Keohan, Keegan. I don't know how to pronounce it. This is like one of the most confusing. Uh, I've heard like three people say different things. We're going to call him Keohan. <laughs> Hold Keegan. on. I'm going to how to pronounce Barry. There it is. Okay. Let's see. Barry Kogan. Barry Kogan. Kogan. Okay. Barry Kogan. Barry Kogan. Cool. Okay. He's in Eternals. He's the one that can manipulate people. Yes. Which Barry Kogan. I actually wish they would have included him more because he's a very good part of that movie. Yeah, he's a good actor. I think he's he's so in some good. stellar performances. He's in American Chernobyl. Animals. Yeah, American Animals. He's in an episode of Chernobyl, which is great. Oh, my gosh, that's right. Uh, Dunkirk. Yeah. yeah. So Barry Kogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a little bit like, mm, it didn't make me upset. It didn't like, oh, I didn't need that. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, like, let's see where this goes. Feels a little soon, to be honest. I'm like, I, I, I'm just... I'm not super interested in more Joker stuff. It, it kind of felt like to me when in Joker, Joaquin's Joker, where they showed uh, Bruce Wayne's parents being killed mm, in the yeah. alleyway. I was like, I didn't need to see that. Like, I've seen that before. Like, why did why do we need to include this in a Joker movie? And that's kind of that's a little bit how I felt with this. I was like, oh, the Batman, like the Riddler and everything like that. Like and then they showed that like little snippet. Was that like just fan service? Was that just like, hey, here we're, we're setting this up. I just didn't feel like it was necessary. Yes, I'd 100% agree. I don't think it added or really took anything away from the movie is my opinion. It's that's exactly it. It's like cool to include, but like I didn't need any other tease in the movie. I loved it exactly how it was. Yeah, yeah. So that's my take. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's that's not the only spoilers, but like one other scene that I loved that I wanted to talk about was when Bruce gets in that fight with a uh, not fight, but him and uh, commissioner Gordon are talking in the cell and he punches him and he uses the grapple hook to go to the, that whole sequence. My mouth was on the ground as he's soaring to the top of the Gotham police precinct. 
and then he puts on the suit and glides off. That was sweet. One of the best, maybe the best sequence I've ever seen in a Batman movie. Yeah, that whole sequence was riveting. And yes. like that sequence, the chase scene with the penguin, I thought looked really good. That was nice and tense. But that the precinct scene, uh, I mean, it was funny. And like where they're whispering to each other, like he's like, punch me. And then so he does and the grapple going up. Uh, and then when he makes the mistake and gets like hit from gliding, I was like, oh my God. And I love how he uses it. He like cocks it out and then like, like there's something he does with it that like activates it and that like retracts it so he can store it easier. Yeah. I, I mean, I want to see the Batman again. Like I want to see some of these moments again mm-hmm. that were uh, seen on film. So, yes. Um, but yeah, I think, golly, what are the spoilers? Like the tech with, with the eyes and being the camera. I thought that was really, uh, I thought that was a wonderful addition. I was incredible. Like, oh, never seen this before. Um, and then lastly, I liked, um, I know I said, I'm not a huge fan of the ending. Like I'm not a huge, I, I am a fan of it. I just, it wasn't like as cool as like moments of like unraveling these riddles. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I did like how at the end, instead of like having these huge bombings of big populated places, it was very strategic of flooding the city. Yeah. I thought that was a good little, good little twist on it. And then, yeah, everybody like congregating in one place. That was really like, oof, that was scary. That was tense. It was, and it was like, and especially it was so calculated. And like you said, it was just such a perfect moment to be able to like get everyone in one place. And then the flood comes into the, uh, to the garden and it like starts drowning people and the water comes in. I thought the effects were a little wonky in those scenes though. With, yeah, like, I thought- Batman hanging from the scoreboard. That's that's like that's kind of the, the, the that ending there that whole ending at the garden and whatnot. I don't know. I just wasn't as like it just it just felt off for me just a little bit. I get it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I just just kind of like like when he when he fell in the river. I'm like, is he dead? And then like he lands, plops right up. I was like, oh, that was kind of anticlimactic. And I think it's kind of like the one big moment that shows that he was willing to risk his life for sure. the people of Gotham. Yeah. Yeah, pretty a pretty powerful good moment. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what happens in in the next. So, what do you think? Like, do you have any ideas? Do you have anything that you hope to see? Um, I like that you mentioned that Penguin and his series will kind of bridge the next one. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to see like an introduction to Robin, or okay. I would love to see a new villain, like maybe Hush and Penguin work together. Because um, well, people are kind of speculating that the kid that he interacts with a lot is going to be Robin. Who's oh, 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 the, the son mm-hmm. of the mayor. Yeah. OK. So like instead cool. of his family dying in a trapeze accident, maybe his dad's a politician that gets killed and then his mom dies or goes away or something for some reason. Yeah. And Bruce takes him in. Yeah. OK, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't mind Catwoman showing an appearance again, but I think she's already done her part for this movie. Oh, you think she's she's gone? You don't think you're gonna see her again? I I think she's gone, but I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if she shows up. Uh, I wouldn't. I would like maybe the Joker for if they if they do a trilogy. If Matt Reeves does a trilogy, I would like the Joker for the third movie, just to cap it all off, finish it off. I think Harvey Dent. They're already setting up a Harvey Dent thing where we're going to get like someone needs to take the place of the DA person that was killed, exploded, and so I think the next movie is going to be Harvey Dent. I think like it showed. Uh, I think it's a very good casting call of Oscar Isaac as Harvey Dent 
that's kind of insanely perfect. Like, yeah, yeah. Oscar Isaac as Harvey Dent in this next movie. That would be good. I, I'm, I'm on board for that. I still think that Court of Owls is the underlying agent of chaos in this whole thing. Okay. Yeah. I'm in for that too. So I, I think whatever, whatever they do, I think Matt Reeves is just, he's going to pour every blood, sweat, and tear into this. I also have a theory. So we didn't get to see anything of the outer. We didn't get to see any look of Arkham except for when he's talking with Riddler in the cell and like the little cellmate scene. So I think this next movie is going to heavily focus and include Arkham Asylum. Yeah. I didn't know that Arkham was like a family too. That was cool. Uh, yeah, I didn't either. I, I liked, and I, that's another thing I liked about this movie that they, they established a lot of history in the Batman and Gotham and it showed that the Waynes weren't perfect either. They weren't like cl- crystal clear, you know? Yes. They kind of had some baggage. They had some baggage. And I, I liked that they brought that to light. Even Bruce Wayne was like shook. And I loved the moment that he had with Alfred and grabbing his hand and being like, okay, I kind of treat you poorly. Like I would love more Alfred and, and, and Batman interactions in the next one too. I do too. And that's why I think like, this is still like kind of his origin we're going to get more time. And it was, I, yeah, it was fine not having a lot of Alfred. I, I get it, but I would love to see a little bit more Alfred and Batman in the next film. So. Perfect. I think that's, I think that's it. Anything else? No, I thought the movie was an incredible time and it seems like everyone else is kind of in agreement. Everyone really likes this movie. I'm glad it's being well-received. Like I'm glad it's getting, getting high ratings on it so far. Yeah. It's good to see. Yeah. So. Next take is Selection Sunday. One shining moment. <laughs> A one shining moment. And to unveil the, the bracket with and get their uh, reactions as soon as we unveil it with each selection is our good friend, Maddie Murphy from the Bad Broadcast. Let's go. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have the bracket. The bracket is done, so we're going to film it. We're going to record it. It's going to be out next Sunday, and then the bracket will be out next Monday. We are doing some very special stuff for the bracket. The winner gets $25 to the movies, whatever movie theater of your choice, and um, I think we're going to include some special like ways to be able to get you like an extra like an extra win in round one. Um, if you review the podcast, that will get you an extra win in the first round. Perfect. I like so, it. So, you know, it'll give, it'll get you an extra point. That'll actually end up being... Are, are we just doing each points by 10 points? Each win is 10 points, or does it, inc- does it increase, like, uh, March Madness? Because It increases, yeah. It'll like, because it, it, it doubles. So, 10 points in the first round, 20 points in the second round. Yeah, I did points. 1, 2, 4, I think 8, 16, 32, and then 64 if you get the winner. Yeah, okay, perfect. Or however much. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to reveal it. It's a so solid we, bracket. We've got it. It looks great. I think we've gotten it down about as perfectly as we could do it. So we're just very excited to show you all the March movie, the third annual March movie madness bracket selection Sunday, next Sunday podcast out on Monday with the bracket. Listen to it. We're very excited. Can't wait. Yeah. I already Cannot know who's going to win my bracket. I know. I think I know who's going to win mine, but I'm, I'm still curious. Well, and we'll reveal our final fours and whatnot on the bracket. Of course, hot we'll, takes, we'll, Cinderella's, Dark Horses, all that. We'll submit it on the stories. We'd love for you guys to fill it out. We'll submit it on the stories as well. So, but until then, 
go see the Batman if you have not seen the Batman. Thousand percent. Please yes. go see it. Yes. As yes. my last thing, Warner Bros. Thank you for making like a non cookie cutter factory made movie. Your last like four or five movies have been these weird auteur driven movies. Dune, the Batman, Matrix Resurrections, even though it's not good, was weird. And I can't believe they made it. Um, and yeah. Awesome. Keep keep pushing out these good movies. Marvel. I'm looking at you. Let's, let's make some good looking movies. Let's let's you know, we like the story. We're having fun, but let, let's let's pump it up a notch. Yeah. OK, I like that. Okay. Um, until then, take 173. This is take 172, but we will see you again for take 173. And as always, stay sweet. Sweet. sweet.